Viewer discretion advised. The following audio drama contains graphic scenes including violence, murder, self-harm, and blood. The lights of the city are beautiful, are they not? Travelers come far and away to gaze upon their glow. They dance and sing in their ever-present brightness. But like the stars above, they're prettiest from a distance. To look too close is to see them for what they really are. Like moths to a flame, people lose their way and fall prey to what lingers in the shadows. Waiting, hiding, hunting, for all time. This is not a story of fame and fancy. This is not a colorful ballad of joy and merry. This is but a grim tale, a cruel reminder of what lies in wait. A reminder that you should be afraid of the dark. stench of the city, as of all cities, is something never addressed in poems or tall tales. They are brushed to the sides, out of sight and out of mind. But for Damien, the stench is something he cannot ignore, that will cling to him for quite some time. He found himself in a back alley outside of a cheap motel, and bleeding and soot blackening his fingernails. His skeletal hands shake as he utters the words, his awful words, to find what he's looking for. Faith, F, M. The wind picks up as his head froms. His hand burns and Damien clenches his teeth to prevent himself from screaming. Moments like these, Damien often wonders how he got in this mess. He woke up at 2am, living in his decrepit apartment in search of food or drink, or something Damien can no longer remember. The rain lashes down, soaking him to the bone. His black peacock grows heavier as water trickles down his hat. Damien's not exactly the type of guy you'd want to notice. He's a frail, disturbed-looking young man with haunted eyes and dark hair. The stench of booze reeks off his clothes, getting caught in the rain is the first shower he's had in days. He's miserable, cold, and hungry. He just wants to get this damn thing over with. Then, he hears it. He stops in his tracks and turns. He sees her. This girl in a white dress standing in the middle of the road, screaming her lungs out. Cheap dress torn, shoes missing, a scar rolling down her cheek. One car mows through her, then another, and another after that. Traffic resumed normally as her spirit fades through the vehicles, drivers completely unaware of the horrifying scene occurring in front of them. For as long as he could remember, Damien could always see ghosts. The freshly dead, those too angry to move on, those too hurt to find their way. And so they scream, they cry, and they lash out. Futile attempts to understand why. Why did it happen to them? Damien looks away, staggers forward, head low. The screaming continues, and he's the only one who can hear it. No, she's nothing. She's nobody. You don't know her. A damn thing. The screaming grows louder. Damien stops and falls against the wall, still looking away from her. She's nothing. She's nobody. You don't know her. Anything. She's nothing. She's nobody. You don't know her. Anything. She's nothing. She's nobody. You don't know her. Anything. She's nothing. She's nobody. You don't know her anything. You don't know her. The screaming stops. Damien looks back. The girl in the white dress has collapsed her knees, now weeping. Anything. So close to the liquor store, he decides instead to head down the back alley. He takes out a quarter from his pocket. Takes out a lighter and a knife. He holds the coin in his hand, and then slices open his palm. 
He winces in pain as a coin is coated in blood. He flicks on the lighter and holds his hand over it. He says the words. Tell him that his hands begin to shake as the quarter melts and fizzles away into his skin. He bites down on his teeth as the veins in his forearm turn metallic gray. The bleeding stops. He wraps up his hand and looks back at the road. Hello? The girl in the rain stops crying. She looks up at him. Can you hear me? She doesn't talk. They never do. But she understands. She begins to walk, and he follows her. finds himself in the back alley of a cheap motel, dark but for the red neon shining down above him. There's no tape in the alley, no crime scene. It usually takes a few days for his spirit to materialize itself. Whatever evidence there was has either been gathered up or washed away by the heavy rain. Her murder is sure to go unsolved. She's a nobody. Why bother? She stands at the end of the alleyway. She can't bring herself to come and stand in the place where it all happened. Ghosts aren't subtle. It's easy to figure out the basics of how they died. Traumatic deaths leave wounds on the soul. Though she doesn't look to have felt it, Damien notices that her leg is twisted. The back of her head is plastered with blood. Blunt force. She was beaten to death. Damien looks back and forth between the alley and the girl, gesturing to areas that her body could have laid in her final moments. It takes a while, but she's able to point it out. Okay. Okay, so you died by this dumpster. So died by this dumpster. Damien looks up to the motel. Even in the early hours of the morning, the motel is overrun with violent yells between men and women. And if it's that loud all the time, nobody would have heard you scream. He looks back at her. He focuses. Well, why would anyone kill you? She's a working girl. He must have been on the block. Came down with a customer. Did he kill her? Or maybe someone else? It's not enough. It never is. He walks towards her, looking over her once more. Bruises, cuts, anything that could help. Skin is scraped along the back of her right shoulder, grain when she was pushed against the brick wall. Rig of skin, must be a little bit of blood somewhere, just a little bit, but the rain didn't wash away. Second time today, Damien has to rehearse his incantations. The war from his quarter dribbles down his arm. The veins in his head turn gray. It hurts like hell, but with it, he has a connection. He walks down the alley, his fingers dragging along the wall. The blood residue will be microscopic at best, but it just might be enough. It takes a minute to find it. A little smudge lodged in between the cracks. He stands back, takes a deep breath, moving forward he reaches out and calls to it. A crimson raindrop emerges from the wall and floats forward, reaching out to touch him. He sees everything. The rain, the stench, the heat, pushed against the wall, wind knocked out of her. She punches her in the stomach. The heat, his breath. She's trying to claw away, but he's too strong. She's struggling to breathe. He's struggling to... Damien lets go. He's hyperventilating again. Too much, all at once. He can't watch someone die. Not again. He repeats to himself for what feels like hours. The rain still falls, he feels cold, shivering. Brings back to what he saw. The screaming, the heat, his breath, the stench. He focuses. She got a scratch in, got a clump of skin off him, maybe a hair. That's in book to rights, name, address, and a one-way ticket to death row. She got him. There should be comfort, relief, but there is none. The 
Police cleared up the body. They have all the evidence. Any other girl, they would have found this killer by now. But no one cares. No one ever does. But maybe, maybe because they didn't care, they got sloppy. They left things they shouldn't, like a fingernail. The girl had long, orange acrylic nails. Big things like those clawing away at him, of course one would fall off. But he could spend all night in this alleyway and find nothing. Odds are against him, and he's already a few days behind the killer. He has no choice. He needs to see the whole thing. Damien calls to the blood once more, breathing steady. The crimson droplet hovers in his palm, sends down his forearm, and is absorbed into his metallic veins. The images come back. She's marching down the alley, fumbling through her purse. She hears a noise. She turns, too slow. She's pushed up against the wall. There's a scream, but the wind is knocked out of her. She tries to claw his eyes out. He punches her in the face, head knocks back against the wall. He starts choking. She gets loose, starts running, but not fast enough. He catches her, throws her against a dumpster. She bangs her head real hard. She goes to get up, but he hits her again, and again, and again, and again. Tears run down Damien's face. That's all he needs to see. He finds the nail lodged in the dirt. He picks up the mound of dirt around it and holds it in his left hand. Evermore, dream. The dirt crumbles away into dust, leaving the nail solely in the palm of his hand. Barely any skin on it. Not nearly enough to get a good reading, but just enough to get a vibe and general direction. The killer had a few days head start. He could be way out of town by now. He may never be found. Fortunately for Damien, the killer wasn't very smart. He's staying in the motel. He killed the girl right in his goddamn doorstep. Normally he'd need more to work with. A name, a face, a room number. Damien had none of these things. But then again, he didn't need to. He grabs a lump of wood out of his right hand pocket. He holds it up to his mouth and speaks. Gore, get your ass out here now. I need you. A moment passes. A shiver grows down Damien's spine as he turns around. He sees it. A towering man in an expensive yet tasteless suit and a pencil-thin mustache that's aged horribly. The slightest bit of stubble grows around his jowls. Dark hair slicked back as the hat hides the massive gunshot wound in the back of his head. His eyes are blank. Damien looks at him as the towering ghost breathes heavily. Yeah, yeah, I know, Slate. Well, it's, not like, it's not like you're busy. You're dead. So is she. Damien points down to where the girl is standing. She looks nervous, as Gore looks upon her with his pale eyes. He looks back at Damien. Your killer's in there. I need you to go find him. Damien holds up his right hand. Metallic gray leaves the veins in his head as they descend down his arm. The quarter rises out of his hand, now bent and rusted. He tosses it aside, picks out a scalpel from his left hand pocket, and once more cuts open the palm of his hand. Tell me he's a boy. He holds his hand above his face and allows for a few drops of blood to fall directly into his eyes. His eyes roll back into his head. Gore's blank eyes gain pupils. He looks down at Damien, who's looking up into the sky as the rain continues to fall. Gore floats into the motel. It takes an hour to find the right room. A general location is not much to go on. The ghost witnesses many ungodly sights. But it's only until he reaches the fifth floor that he finds what he's looking for. The stench is the first clue. Gore enters the room on the bottom left corridor. The room is a mess. The man is fast asleep, snoring heavily. He's deeply unattractive and gross. Gore floats a little closer. 
The scratches on the man's face. It's a killer, no doubt. But it's not enough. They need something. Something to warn a raid for dawn. Drugs, an unregistered gun, anything. Damien gets a ping. A series of violent images, more vivid than before. She's crawling, he's breathing heavily. She can't breathe, he can't st Damien feels the blood flow down his lip from his nose. Too much, all at once. He can let go of gore or divisions. He chooses the latter. The coin is gone, but the remnants of the spell are still in his bloodstream. If the spell were still active, it would be a weak aura, which means that somewhere in this room there must be something strong enough to trigger it. Gore floats over to the suitcases, clothes tossed in lazily. Either he's new in town, or he's in between places, maybe exploring new hunting grounds. Wait. By the bedside counter, he finds it. A lock of hair. He had to take a trophy, a piece of her. He just couldn't resist. She got him. The eyes return to Damien, as Gore disappears into his block of wood. A quick call on a nearby payphone allows Damien to tip off the cops about a gunrunner. They'll bust down the door, find no guns, but they will find the hair. That'll be enough. We don't know his name, where it came from, we don't need to know. It doesn't matter, but he did prove it. He's dragged away, kicking and screaming just before dawn. It's an ugly sight. Damien stands there, soaked to the bone. A happy ending, for nobody. It's five o'clock in the morning now. Streetlights are beginning to fade as the rain gets lighter. Damien looks at the girl. She's young, too young. At this point in the story, this is where Damien tells her that she can rest in peace now. But there's rarely ever peace, not when it comes to ghosts. For all the boasts of truth and justice, you get one look from them as the victory falls flat. One thought locked in her eyes as they drift away into oblivion. Why did I have to die? That's a question that's been haunting Damien his whole life. Death is a shadow that lingers in the light of day. Damien was born in that shadow. No matter how hard he tries, he can never escape it. We don't know the girl's name. We don't know where she came from, how old she was, what she liked to drink, where she liked to go. We don't know why she became what she was, or why she ended up in this part of the city, why she was attacked. We don't know why she had to die. The violence tore into the very fabric of her soul. In her very final moments of pain on this earth, she sought to remain here, and familiar, rather than venture into the unknown. The wound, now that her killer is brought to justice, doesn't heal. It can never really heal. For murderers are the worst of all thieves. They take what cannot be given back. She looks at Damien with mournful eyes, removes her thick pearl necklace, and gives them to him. He holds it, somewhat confused. No, no, no you, you don't owe me anything. And just like that, She's gone, but the necklace remains. It's all that remains. If a tree falls and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? If a woman is killed for no reason in the dead of night, was she ever real? Did she ever matter? If despair is the truth, then hope is a beautiful lie, a lullaby to rock nervous souls to sleep. He will remember her, along with the others. He owes her that. She meant something. She mattered. Now and forever.